Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. He knows the plans he has for you. Even though this world is crazy, even though things are out of control, even though things don't seem to be going in a positive direction with how 2021 started, Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. When we think about the disciples and the prophets of the past and everything that they had to endure just for sharing God's word and people today just for being Christians, the kind of persecution that they're facing. If you think about it, if you research it, if you even look it up on YouTube, Christian Christian persecutions and even look up what countries it's illegal to be a Christian. It's even illegal to mention Jesus. It's it's a death sentence. And think about it, how how fearful it must be for people to follow Christ in a world that is starting to hate Christ. In a world that's okay with things that are actually against the Bible. In a world where Things on a television that are just commonplace and normal are completely not okay. Jeremiah 29 11, For I know the plans I have for you, you listening. God knows the plans he has for you. He wants you to prosper. He does not want to harm you. He wants to give you hope in the future. Hope. Hope floats. When you have hope, you are unbreakable. Nothing can break you. They may break your body, they may break you, but your bond with Christ is unbreakable. And whatever you suffer in this earth or a loved one that you know follows Christ and something really bad happens, just know they immediately, immediately will be seeing Jesus. They immediately will be in paradise. And how do I know this? Remember in the, in the crucifixion in the Calvary Hill? Remember when Jesus looked over to that guy who was hanging on the cross, dying? The other one was kind of making fun of Jesus. And this guy, the other guy, he was like, remember me? Remember me in heaven? Remember me when you ascend? Or remember me? And Jesus said that today you will be with me, with me in paradise. This man who lived a life of probably being a thief or a robber or a murderer or just doing whatever crazy things he was doing that were totally not okay without really knowing too much of the scriptures, without really knowing too much of Jesus, without having the full Bible, right? Because that wasn't possible at that time. He saw Jesus and he felt the presence of Jesus and he knew Jesus was real. He knew that the power of Jesus was real and he right there in that very second repented of everything and anything he has done he his faith saved him and in the bible several times jesus said your faith has healed you your very faith how beautiful is that it's so beautiful because it gives absolute hope and with hope you are unbreakable so every day remember mr rogers he said Whenever you see bad things going on in the world, look for helpers. Yes, it's easy to put a magnifying glass on all the bad things happening in the world. It's easy to just focus on the news. The news, yeah, they want you to hear bad news. Why? Ratings, money, shock value, money, bad news, money, money, money. And we know that the Bible mentioned that money is a root of all evil, pretty much. 
And this is literal, okay? It's not just a saying. 1 Timothy 6.10 says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Hebrews 13.5 Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Proverbs, Proverbs 13.11 says, Wealth gained hastily will dwindle it, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Matthew 6.24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Ecclesiastes, I always say that wrong, 5.10, He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. So that's proof right there that money is the root of all evil. It should not be the focus of our lives. Yes, we need it. Yes, the Bible has mentioned several times about saving and being careful about money and how we spend and um, even spending wisely with the poor and things like that. But we don't ever want it to be something that controls us. Okay, and money is the root of all evil and news is fueled by money so pretty much negativity is popular negativity is shareable negativity is something that brings in a lot of income so you know what you know what's stronger than negativity god's power god's love he wants us to be a light in the world the salt of the earth what does salt do bring out the flavor salt brings out the dullness salt makes that thing shine like it makes the dish shine, right? The light in this world. Why? Because this world is darkness. This is Satan's realm. He wants you to become like everybody else. He wants you to just be filming people while they die and not save them. He wants you to be watching those movies with like all that pornography scenes. He wants you to think about killing someone that you really hate. He wants that. But God wants better for you because he has a future plan for you. And you might think, well, how does God know my future? And why does God allow me to do bad things if he has something good planned for me? This is why. There's two paths, okay, in life. You're either headed straight to the devil or you're headed straight to God. I don't know where you are right now or what decisions you're making or what excuses you're making for yourself and your behaviors. But you know deep down in your heart what is right and what is wrong. And you know even the person with the biggest ego and the biggest pride, you know deep down, some of the things you're doing are not okay. And these things are separating you from God. These things are preventing you from walking completely on the narrow path that God has toward heaven. You might think that it's not a big deal that you steal sometimes or that you cuss sometimes and use God's uh, name in vain sometimes. These are things we really have to think about because if we're trying to be transformed to be like Christ, we're trying to be a new creation, we need to put our part, yes, we need to put our part and do our bit to make sure that we're doing the right things on this earth. If your goal isn't to be a disciple, if you don't really share a lot about Jesus, I know some of you in certain countries are not allowed to share anything about Jesus and I understand that, but just keep praying just keep your heart open if you have like family if you have loved ones you can talk about it if all of you are talking about it you can read the scriptures and share the scriptures with each other if you're listening and you're by yourself you don't have anyone to talk to you're hiding 
then just pray. And But I know that God has a future for you. Just keep believing and have faith. Keep praying. And when the devil attacks you, and he will, okay? This is not an if. This is when he attacks you. Just make sure you have the armor of God, right? The armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith on which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So put on the armor of God. You do not want to go into battle wearing just, I don't know, wooden, like a wooden breastplate and a wooden hat or like a tinfoil hat or like a newspaper hat, right? First of all, that's laughable. <laughs> But that's dangerous. You can be killed. Same thing. You want to be prepared. So how do we prepare ourselves? We read the Bible. We study the scriptures. We pray. We ask for forgiveness. We pray for our families. We keep the commandments of God. And we try our very best when we mess up to ask for forgiveness and change. This is a process. It's never going to be perfect. You're always in a constant progress toward perfection. Knowing that perfection cannot be achieved, however... Progress can always be made. So focus on the progress. Yes, you will mess up. Yes, you will have bad days. Yes, the enemy will come in and attack you and make you feel so, so down. But God is there no matter what, okay? So thank you so much for listening. Please remember that Jeremiah, in Jeremiah it says, God has plans for you to prosper, to not harm you. And honestly, like I said before, this life is a jump rope, right? But we're actually just a handle of the jump rope. This life is really nothing in comparison to eternity. Eternity is the rest of the rope and beyond. So whatever you're suffering through now, whatever you're experiencing now, especially if it's in the name of Christ, just know that your future is prosperous. It's beautiful. It's more rich than the millionaires and billionaires on earth. It is absolutely gorgeous. So work toward that. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. I promise. I promise you. Just keep on keeping on with the word of God. Amen.